Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well, just like a brute that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learned is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Uh, welcome to the Powers of Sunday Morning Enlightenism Institute. We had a little glitch there. Uh, I think there was a disconnection. But I'll bring her right in. Here's Sister Carolyn. Okay, Sister Carolyn, here you are. Good morning. Good morning. We ran into a little glitch, but um, that doesn't no change problem. anything. <laughs> Absolutely, it doesn't. Thank you so much. I want to say good morning to our listening audience. And to let you know that this is Sunday morning with Enlightenism. And I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher, and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I thank you for listening, and I welcome you to our Sunday morning Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast Service. We're going to begin the broadcast with a guided meditation. We begin so that we can quiet and clear the mind. That is what a guided meditation does for one. It is the benefit of quieting and clearing the mind from the hustle and bustle of our daily lives. So allow this guided meditation to move you out of generational victimization to a new way to think and live. Allow the words in the meditation to aid you in building a foundation of self-reliance. Allow yourself to know that the quieting inside of you is a place away from the hustle and bustle and is always available to you. Always know that you have the power within to quiet your mind. So let us begin now with purpose, listening to the words of the guided meditation. So I'd like you to find a comfortable place 
and begin to breathe in and out very slowly, breathing in and out in a very calming manner, knowing that you are cleansing and clearing the mind for a new way to think and live. And as you breathe in and out very calmly, I'd like you just to close your eyes very softly and very gently. And in this comfort of the calm breathing with your eyes closed, listen to the guided, insightful meditation. I awake each morning in the awareness that the power of the unconditioned consciousness of being resides in each moment of my thinking, in each moment of my being, and in each moment of my doing. It is in this power of being that I recognize my life on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. In this beingness of a new way to think and live, I acknowledge that I have within me the power to heal my life and the power to change my life. In this far-reaching power, I know that I am self-reliant. I know that I was born whole, perfect, and complete, faceless, formless, and colorless, and have everything that I will ever need for the journey. On the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live, I understand that all my activities lead back to my beliefs and values. And it is from this reference that I clearly understand my awareness of being. On the Enlightenism path, my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Every moment on this path, I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being. In every moment, 
I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the enlightenment path of a new way to think and live. My life and activity respond from this beingness. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. On this path, I come to know that I am greater than the I that I created. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. Now I'd like you to take a deep, full breath in through your nose and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and consciously move your attention back to the broadcast. I'd like to remind you that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Listen Notes, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Malcolm Kelly, Blog Talk Radio, or you can speak into your device, Brother Malcolm. I further recommend reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, How to Create a Free Mind, and also to go on to YouTube to hear Brother Malcolm's insights. What I'd also like to remind you, as I do every Sunday, that the Enlightenism broadcast is a spiritual freedom broadcast. And the intent of the Enlightenism spiritual freedom broadcast is to reveal how you can use your mind to overcome the spiritual dependency on others to define God for you. Through this broadcast and your self-acquired knowledge, you come to know that the greater power of God is within your mind. Our insights, our meditation, our books, blogs, YouTube insights, all reference the power that you have within you. We know that you were born whole, perfect, and complete and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. And this broadcast is about getting back to that destination, understanding that it was no accident that you were born. It was no accident that you were born in the hue that you were defined in, that is the color you were defined in. It is no accident. 
It only becomes an accident when we define ourselves through that notion. And that's what this broadcast is about. When we say faceless, formless, and colorless, it simply means that the power that you have within you when you get through with the self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you come to understand that you are colorless, faceless, and formless. And that we don't have to take on definitions given to us by others. One of the insights that I would like to share with you comes from the mindset in yoga. I've been practicing yoga for some time, and it is insight into the body. And one of the mindsets that you learn after a while from hearing the statement that you work to remember when you're practicing yoga And the statement is this, we don't use the body to get into the pose. We use the pose to get into the body. Now that statement brings me to Enlightenism. And I know we don't use Enlightenism to enter into lack, limitation, and struggle. We use enlightenism as a way out of toxic beliefs and values. And so when we understand the mindset that we use going into anything that we do, whether it's walking into a store and getting sidetracked or stopped by someone who wants to drop a problem in front of you by saying, I'm collecting for this, or please sign this um, political statement. We understand always what our mission is, even in the simplest form. If you were on your way to the store to get something, that's what you are doing. And no event should stop that activity. Now, I am not suggesting that we don't pay attention to anything. What I am saying is that we pay attention to what we are doing. That is when we understand what a mindset is. It's not being so fixed in something. It is about understanding your purpose. It is about understanding your activity. It is about understanding what the outcome of what you are doing understanding the outcome. In yoga, it's not so much to get into the body into a pose, but 
to get the pose into the body. With Enlightenism, it is about entering on that path as a way out of toxic beliefs and values. And as you enter Enlightenism, there are things that come up to distract, hurt, or move you away from it. But when you stay on the path, you begin to understand that Enlightenism is a way out of toxic beliefs and values. It is not a way into shame and blame. Even though that may come up, when you first enter, but it doesn't stay. Because when you remember that it is a way out of toxic beliefs and values, where you began to attain self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you began to understand your awareness, you began to understand your feelings that you don't try and talk yourself out of like you did in the past, you begin to understand more of who you are. You are understanding now who is making the decisions because you are taking responsibility for your life. You are participating in your life. There are so many Enlightenism koans that we give you, and these koans are for insight. They are to awaken that part of you that has been sleeping for so long. When we open the broadcast with the Enlightenism song that I wrote, it talks about how long we've been asleep. And when we began to wake up, when we first begin to wake up, we wake up to the pain that we have caused in our own life. We wake up to the pain that we've caused ourselves. And when we begin to understand the origin of the pain, we can then take responsibility for unlearning that we talk about in Enlightenism. This broadcast is about a way out of toxic beliefs and values. It is identifying the greater I. This is a spiritual broadcast a spiritual freedom broadcast about understanding and awakening the greater I. We have books that are available. We have the tapes. And I, when I say tapes, I mean the uh, YouTube videos that we can watch. We can listen to this broadcast on any of the platforms that I mentioned any time of the day. We are always available. 
we are always available when you are participating in a new way to think and live. What I know is that powerlessness is not caused by God, but by toxic beliefs. Toxicity simply affirms your trust in societal labels. The greater our trust is in societal labels, the less we trust intuitive consciousness. And what this broadcast is all about is about you becoming aware of the God that is within and how you acquire self-acquired intuitive knowledge within. As Brother Malcolm always says, we are not victims. We are not divinely created to think and live as victims. We are powerful beyond measure. And now, I give you the Enlightenism prophet, author, philosopher, and creator of a new paradigm shift in African-American consciousness and spiritual awareness for those seeking a new way to think and live. Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. Thank you, thank you for that wonderful guided meditation. As usual, it hits us. Oh, you quite welcome. It it hits you in a place where you want to wake up, and then you come with those insights, <laughs> right? Yeah. It connects so seamlessly with the uh, meditation. Thank you. Just thank goes. You. Even so, I could sit back and listen to you all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could. (laughs) And and, and I want to tell you, I don't. For those of you listening and uh, to to the broadcast, I don't. I know very little about yoga. So when I heard her say, "We don't use the body to get into the pose, but the pose (laughs) to get into the body." I said, wow, that's really <laughs> profound because I always think about the body getting into the pose as an outsider. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's usually what everybody thinks when they first come and then you really understand yeah, <laughs> about the pose yeah, and the body. <laughs> everybody so, is working to get their body into the pose rather than correct. the pose into the body. <laughs> correct. Yes. <laughs> No, I've I've watched it. You know, I've peeked into the the classes uh, where they're doing yoga and saw some of you guys doing some of the poses, and I said, "Whoa, don't know if I could get my body in shape to do that one." But. <laughs> right, right, and that's the thought. That's usually, yeah. that's usually the thought, and most people will say, "Well, I'm not going in there because my body won't do that." And it's never about the body; it's about the pose, and and so it really brings me to enlightenism and and what we're all about. So. That's really uh, profound, I think. I agree. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Have a great day. Okay. Folks, you just heard some wonderful, wonderful 
insights from Sister Carolyn plus the guided meditation and her analogy on, on the yoga. We don't use the body to get into the pose, but the pose to get into the body. And that if you watch a class, peek in, take a quick look at people doing yoga, see how their bodies all get into all of those poses, and you say, wow, I can't get my body to do that, so I don't want to do it. So you turn away. And she used the analogy that people in toxicity may hear self-acquired intuitive knowledge and say, oh, I can't do that. And you become afraid and turn away. But once you get into yoga, I assume, Sister Carolyn, is that you learn how to do the poses because you understand the concept of it, the meaning of it. It's the same with self-acquired intuitive knowledge. This is, as Sister Carolyn said, a spiritual freedom broadcast, so I am going to share some spiritual freedom insights, all a spiritual freedom broadcast. Self, you hear Sister Carolyn and I talk about self-acquired intuitive knowledge. We're going to take it a step further today. Self-acquired intuitive knowledge comes from God. God that exists beyond human knowledge. So we're talking about a different God. You say, well, what is God? Well, I want to give you a little quick analogy of an antidote. A little black boy years ago asked his mother, what will happen to all those people who have never read the Bible or accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior? The little boy wanted to know because he knew just by observing people, they all were not in church. So many of them were just living lives outside of what he perceived was the church. So the mother said, they will end up in hell. And you don't want to go to hell, son, because in hell is where the devil lives with his eternal fire. It will burn you throughout eternity, nothing but pain and suffering. So the little black boy said, I don't want to burn for the rest of my life, so therefore... I am going to learn about God from those who are teaching it. Now, the problem with the story is this. Human knowledge wants us to believe. See, the people that created all this want you to believe that unless you think the way people want you to think, then God does not exist in your life. And that the only way God can exist in your life is to accept what they have told you to accept. Then God is in your life. Well, the little boy wanted to know what about the people that are not. Are everybody going to be damned into an eternal fire just because they don't think the way someone wants them to think? Because of human knowledge attempting to define God? So we have a country and a society that have created labels to label people according to their race, color, gender, age, religion, status, and education. Say this is who you are. 
This is the way we want you to be. This is the way we want you to think of yourself. And then you buy into that that knowledge, those labels, and then you become that person. And then you start working, working, and taking all of your actions, being aware of the paper, the person that someone labels you to be without realizing. So people say, I'm a white person. I'm a black person. Are you really? Or are you just a black or white person? that the people told you that you were. But you're really not that person at all. And you're not. And so Carolyn talked a little bit about it when she said, you're not the way that you look in the form. You're far greater than that. You are not divinely created to be a victim. You're not divinely created to be powerless. You're not divinely created to listen to what other people can tell you about the power within you. They can't tell you anything about God. God has to be discovered. Can't teach about something you don't understand yourself. You're just regurgitating information. Self-acquired intuitive knowledge is the consciousness of truth. Self-acquired intuitive knowledge is also the consciousness that is greater than human knowledge. The truth about us is that we are born free of societal labels. Others, our parents and society, teach us to believe we are of a certain race, color, and so on. And when we accept these beliefs, we nurture them into a powerless mindset. And that's where the, this is where all this victimization is coming from. See, somebody's tricked you into believing that they know. And because you believe it's, you don't know, you're trusting them. Powerlessness is, got, is not caused by God, but toxic beliefs. Toxicity affirms our trust in societal labels. The greater our trust in societal labels, the less we trust our intuitive consciousness. So you're already a victim once you bought into the label. So once the little boy became black, he bought into the label of race and color. You see, the consciousness of truth comes from God, but is not God. God, as far as we're defining God, and we are defining God to to communicate with you the concept of God. But we're not defining, defining God the way that it has been defined by others to us. We're talking about something in you that is not unique only to you. We're not talking about a single entity sitting on a throne somewhere observing all of us having emotions, not liking the way we act and do things, being sad, requiring us to submit to this power, to get on our knees and submit to the power. So we're talking about an entirely different concept that must be discovered with self-acquired intuitive knowledge. I mean, you have to let go, free the mind of toxicity Get into the path in your mind so that you discover the things in you that are greater 
than the human knowledge that you have been using to live your life in toxicity. And then you discover this power for yourself. Then you know you can live. You can live with the power without knowing anything about human knowledge. This power is greater than human knowledge. Before there was philosophy and psychology and science and mathematics, there was the consciousness of truth. Before. So therefore... This power in you precedes the beliefs that you're using from others. So when you get caught up in all of these labels about who you are, then you realize that you are finding a way to escape responsibility for understanding that just because you believe pain and suffering comes from sources other than ourselves doesn't make it true. Just because we want to absolve ourselves as the cause of our own pain because we bought into a, a toxic mindset that someone is trying to tell you all of these things about something they know very little about, then you recognize that you are the cause of whatever is happening in your life today because of what you are bought into. Once you buy into the labels, then you're locked into it. So there is no way to bring peace and clarity to those who believe in the labels as they are taught by others. You will never get anywhere because you're locked into the labels, taking very much a lot of pride in something that is an illusion. Then you think that God is God is sitting on a throne watching all of this unfold. No, God is in you. And if you want to talk about watch, God is in you seeing how you are distancing, distancing yourself from the greater power within you and choosing to operate with toxicity. So choosing to believe in all of this race, color, gender, and age, and all of these other things. That's why I tell people, I don't believe in any of the labels. They're all toxic. So when you get into believing them, you limit the creativity of your own mind. You limit the power within you that is whole, perfect, and complete, colorless, faceless, and formless. You cannot be a part of the labels and discover this power that I'm talking about because then you're in toxicity. Do you want to have a free mind? You want to have a free mind, you're going to have to work on it. You're going to have to become a participant. You're going to have to stop. You're going to have to stop believing that human knowledge is greater than the power you have within you. And when you recognize that you have this greater power within you, then the consciousness of truth appears to you. And then you understand what it means. You understand that now. You have a, you're creating a free mind that can exist beyond human knowledge. So you don't have to ask the, call, the, the question, where is God? God is in you. So when the little black boy was speaking metaphorically for all the black boys and girls in the United States of America who are being taught things today, they taught these labels 
so that you buy into the label. Then you want to be someone that exalts himself in the label. And that's why I said to people all the time, when you get into understanding the journey of Enlightenism, when you understand what I said, the new African-American man, the emphasis was on new, moving beyond the typical definition of what it means to be a black person in the United States of America. Well, regardless of what name, society, what label they're going to put on their body. You know, colored Negro and all of these types of names that you use to define a person that you buy into. You are not that. You are greater than human knowledge. You are greater than philosophy. You say, well, I don't believe it. Well, until you can believe it about yourself, then you cannot accept it about yourself. You accept what you believe. And when you accept things about yourself that makes you less than who you really are, then you become powerless, fears. God becomes a stranger, somebody you don't really know, but you've heard about. You've heard about it, and you try to understand the, the, your teachers, the people that taught you about it. You believe that they were coming from a source of clarity that was free of toxicity, but they were teaching you from human labels. That's why it's difficult for people to change. They try all the time. They read all of the books, do all of the prayer, and then in the final analysis, you're still a white person, you're still a black person, and you see in the world from the prism of that label. And when you see the world from the prism of that label, you're in toxicity, and you're trying to find the power I am talking about in a toxic, and you can read all the philosophy books you want to read, and they can't tell you anything about what I'm talking about, the power within you. Oh, they may try theoretically to talk about it, haven't discovered it. Why? Because you have to let go of too much. But if you're willing to let go of all of this to create a free mind, then you're willing to change how you think and live. That's what this broadcast is about. You hear it from the outside, having never worked on yourself. Think of what Sister Carolyn said about we don't use the body to get into the pose, but the pose to get into the body. I suggest you look at a, a yoga Turn on your television and look at a yoga class and see what the true meaning of the importance, I should say, of what she's saying. And that's what happens with enlightenment. This is a new generation. This is a new time. The consciousness of truth is in the world. It's, it's active. It's, it's active. It's active. You can see it for yourself if you're willing to see it. You can see what is crumbling around you and choose a different way to think it is. That's what this information is about. It's what Enlightenism is about. So I encourage all of you to check us back out tomorrow at 12 p.m. So Sakura and I will be back on the, on the radio. And you can go to the National BYE Society.org and contact us. If you would like for me to be a guest speaker or, or 
presenter at some of your events so you can learn more about Enlightenism, then leave us a message there and someone will get back so that you can learn more about at least our perspective, our perspective on self-acquired intuitive knowledge. You can learn why we believe it's important, why we are, are talking and thinking and acting from a different perspective than we were taught to live at when we were embedded with the toxic mindset. Have a great day. Here's Brother Cook to take us out here singing in light. This is my theme song. See you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Sometimes you thought we'll come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well Just like a bruised head that runs so deep I spent my life just being asleep It takes enlightenment to know Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.